Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the High Impact Podcast, where I'm going to connect you guys to the cool people in my life. I'm also going to encourage you to take that next step, whatever that next step is. Today, we have one of my favorite um, topics, and then one of my new favorite people, Michael McLean, with us, with Down Yonder Doghouse. Michael, welcome. Thank you. Do you go by Mike or Michael? Uh, both. Yeah. Okay. Well, there's that. Well, tell us, so... If you've not heard of Down Yonder Dog House, you're missing out, but you are newer. So I kind of want to go all over the place with this today. I want to know what led you there. Why hot dogs? I want to know what the the uh, Knoxville response has been. I want to go everywhere. So can you kind of tell me just a little bit about maybe your background? I know you were in law enforcement before. How did you get from, say, law enforcement to food trucks? How did that work? So... My, fa- my family done food trucks when I was younger. Mm-hmm. Uh, we done different things. We done music festivals, fairs, um, a lot of stuff on the World's Fair Park. Oh, cool. Um, Were you guys at the World's Fair? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really? Or, no, no, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, we weren't at the World's Fair. But just the park. Okay, just gotcha. The World's Fair Park. I was like, because I was four then. But... <laughs> Uh, yeah, I wasn't alive yet. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was thinking that's pretty far back. Um, but so 1986 was when my dad bought the first concession stand. Oh, cool. And it just went from there. So I grew up doing it. And then he ended up opening an ice cream shop. And then a few years later, uh, and I worked with him there um, growing up and ended up opening a deli. When I got older, um, it, my deli was over at Forks of the River. And then I just got out of the food business altogether and went into law enforcement. Um, I worked in several different restaurants over the years. Um, but 14 years ago, I started two, 2007. I'm sorry. 2000. I can't remember what year I started at the sheriff's office. It's um, been a long time though, yeah, right? Yeah. You've been there quite a while. Uh, so I was there 12 years and done a lot of different things, mostly patrol. Um and left there two years ago, went to Y12 for two years, um, and decided I wanted to go back to doing the food truck thing. Was it just a burnout? Was it a, like, what, mentally, what, what headspace were you in? Because I know there are a lot of people out, out there that watch this, and, and the idea is I just want to encourage them, if, if there's something on your mind, take some action and do something about it. What, what led you there? What, what was your headspace like? It was one of those things where I was at work every day, it was extremely monotonous, and I, I sat idle in a chair every day um, doing different things, but my mind was still going a million miles a second. So <clears throat> um, I actually went to sell the two food trucks or the two food trailers that we had, uh, sold one, okay. and then um, was going to sell the second one and decided I couldn't. I kind of I sat down in it. And was waiting on somebody to come look at it and just started having memories and oh, things like that yeah. of my family and growing up and different things. And I was like, no, nope, can't do it. So that was before I quit. Um, and I was like, I'll fix did it. Did that kind of like plant a seed? It did. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I thought I would fix it, do a couple things. And about a week and a half later, I, I, I let a couple people know that I was going to get back into it. And then about a week and a half later, I get a phone call. I was like, hey, can your food trailer be ready by April 10th? And I was like, sure. 
And that it just, was for a gig. It was for a gig, and uh, it was for spring thaw at Bootlegger Harley Davidson. Oh wow! And um, it turned out to be a great gig, but it was it was the kick in the pants I needed to get up and get going. What did they say? Up. You turn in your notice at your job. <laughs> did you tell them what you were going to do, or did you just yeah <laughs> leave it kind of? No, I told it. I told them. Um, I, so I went to my direct supervisor first. Told him. Um, Pretty much everybody there was like, cool, awesome, you know, congratulations, go do it. Um, And I've had a bunch of support from people I used to work with, whether it be at the sheriff's office or Y12, and just coming to see me, just, you know, bringing their families, eating, stuff like that, you know, just (laughs) friends, family. I feel like there are so many people that want to do something like you've done and they are just so hesitant they don't have the balls to take that next step they just don't have maybe maybe it's a pain point and it's just not painful enough for them to make that move so I bet those people that are coming to see you are like low-key thinking man I admire him so much for what he's done and that is it's not an easy step I don't think to step out of a corporate world into the entrepreneur uh, space but it sounds like you kind of had that from your dad growing up and you kind of I mean you, you used to or you said that you used to come home and your mind would be racing was was your mind racing and going with like all of these ideas ideas that you had or yeah I feel like that's an entrepreneur mind yeah so uh my family kind of laughs at me because I I, I'll, I come up with random ideas pretty often it's like hey we could do this hey we could do that I can make money doing this um yeah. to be an entrepreneur you have to be a problem solver uh you have to be willing to step outside and solve your own problem or someone else's problem you have to offer a good or service. Yep. And so many people have great ideas. It's just getting over that hump. And it could be any number of things. Um, I was very fortunate to be able to do what I did. Um, I have a very supporting wife. Mm-hmm. and She's uh, pretty awesome. She is. She's great. Yeah. Uh, pretty supportive family. And it was just a really, it was just a good moment. It, it, I reached that point where, there was a couple things working in my favor, so I just went with it. So somebody out there struggling, and they they have something in their mind, and it's there, and they just can't quite, you know, squelch that they want to do this thing. What one thing would you encourage them, even if it's just a small step? Is there one thing that you would encourage them to think about, or do, or or consider? Um, <laughs> I I wouldn't say I'm much for having a plan. Uh, I'm not. I'm a fly by the seat of my pants kind of person. Okay. But I always have a goal, uh, an end goal. It could be a short-term goal. It could be in uh, a long-term goal. But I've always had goals. And um, there's been instances where I just have to write the goal down. So, so you can see it? Yeah. And, just, um, and it's always there. So when I did this, I had a goal uh, to be able to do um, – I love riding motorcycles. I would love to be able to travel from motorcycle rally to motorcycle rally with a food truck. I think it'd be great. That's pretty cool. It, it hasn't worked out that way. It but will. it was a goal. Got to pay your dues, but it will. <laughs> it, it really will. So it was one of those things where that's what got me over the hump and got me to take that first step. Yeah. And um, then I had the event of bootlegger. Um, I'm going to be, I'm going to start going there on Fridays throughout the summer. So I'll be at bootlegger on Fridays. Um, I've been at 35 North. I'm doing lunches at Y12. 
Um, That's cool. And so, I would say that one's not easy to get. No. <sighs> um, I, I mean, there's lots of trucks that's doing it. Um, there's uh, a few trucks that have done it. And for whatever reason, you know, they don't now. Mm-hmm. Whether they didn't like it or whatever, I don't know. But um, it was my first time doing it was this past uh, Monday. So I bet was, that has something fun. to do with those connections you have out there, though, and just, you know, people know you and people probably probably want to see you do well. And, and Y12, you know, there's some there's some bond there, I would think. Yeah, it's a great it's it's honestly it's um, a great place. Uh, there's some great people that I met while I was mm-hmm. there um, and they genuinely care about you. Um, all the guys I worked with, all the girls I worked with, they're all great people. Um and, you know, they're coming to see me on their days off. Yep. and um, They're probably the guys, telling their friends and family. They are, yeah. yeah. I've, I've caught a few uh, shout-outs on Facebook from some That's of them. That's awesome. Um, all the guys that I used to patrol with, they'll stop by and see me and bring their families, or they'll stop by while they're working and eat, stuff like that. It's That's great. That's cool. So tell me why hot dogs. Uh, it didn't start out as hot dogs. It okay. started out I was going to do, um, like, just good southern cooking. Okay. And I started – you know, looking at menu options and where to get the food, recipes, stuff like that. Yeah. yeah, and and then I was like, why am I making this harder than it has to be? Um, I want to make this fun. Yep. So it's basically I'm, I love hot dogs. It's yep. one of my favorite foods. I buy them everywhere I go. If there's a hot dog, I usually buy it. Yep. So That's it's so fun. It, it's uh, one of those things where I was just like, I'm going to do hot dogs. It's easy. It's fun. Everybody loves them. They do love them, and they are delicious. If you've not had one, seriously, they are delicious. And I like hot dogs. I don't know that I would buy them everywhere I go, but I really, really, really enjoyed it. And my husband would buy one everywhere he goes because he's a hot dog (laughs) lover. He was so excited for him to even get out of the house to go support a food truck. I was was super excited. But he loves the pit bull dog. Tell me, so one thing I love about your um, your concept, and I hate the word cheap. I'm going to say, um, you know, your food is not priced. You go to some of these trucks and it's, you know, $15 or so to eat. And it's just, that's cool. And that's great. But that's sit down type of meal prices to me. I go to your truck. Not only am I going to get a great dog and that bun is sensational, which we may or may not be able to talk about. We'll, we'll, we'll decide, (laughs) but you've got a great product. And it's so, I hate to even say affordable because I don't want people to get in their minds that it's, but like compared to other food trucks and compared to what you get, we walked away and the presentation was great, by the way. So I'm I'm a big presentation. Like the presentation is great. The product looks great. You can tell there's extra effort, say in that bun and in the dog, the way you do the dog. So I love how concise your menu is. In other words, you don't have 70, 11 choices. It's pretty simple. Um, You're not overwhelming the consumer. And I love the price point. So Tell me kind of how you decide on menu items and um, are you going to be able to stay, you know, in that price point? I mean, it's a great price point, I feel. Uh, One of my big things is, so I'm a family of four. Um, I've had to live on a good salary. I've had to live on a not so good salary. Um, You know, life as a police officer, you you have to hustle Mm -hmm. and, you know, the, the pay ain't that great. So it's a family not. of four or six or eight, God help you. If, you know, <laughs> I mean, big families, they can't yeah, afford to take can. their kids out and have a good time and, and things like that sometimes. So when I started this, I really, 
I went, I ate off some food trucks and, you know, you'll, you'll, you'll go to a food truck and for me and my wife to eat one time, it was $32 and that did not include a drink. Yeah. And I was like, oh my goodness. That's a lot. Yeah. Um, like so, I said, that's sit down quality. I mean, right. that's, yeah. So, and I get it. I get it better than anybody. And I do love a good food truck. I do. I, you know, it goes into paying for the gas yeah. for your generator or, or paying for help that, Helps hard to find right now. It is so hard. And good help's even harder to find. Um, I I get the costs, Mm -hmm. but there's also things out there that you can do to maybe offset some of that. Um, Me, personally, I wanted to be able to be family friendly in my pricing Mm -hmm. and still be able to give a good quality product. And that's where I arrived at Hot Dogs. Um, Kids love them, you know. You, and most of the time you'll go out and you'll buy, you know, your smallest one's a kid meal and they don't eat it all, mm-hmm. you know, or it gets dropped yeah. or something. And I understand that. So, you know, we've got the puppy dog, which is just a plain hot dog, nothing on it. Uh, you can get mustard, ketchup, onion, relish, uh, things like that. The wrong way to eat a hot <clears> dog <throat> is with ketchup. So I'm, <laughs> I'm just going to go on record. So mustard is the only that's the only way. Only way. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you're the expert. I'm just saying. <laughs> yes. Uh, and then, so one thing, one thing we did, we made it very uh, close to home when we made our menu. So, like, our we have pit bulls. Well, we have one pit bull <laughs> now. Uh, his name's Thor. Mm-hmm. And if you look at the sign on my truck over the doghouse, it says Thor. Um, we have another hot dog called the Kona, and. It's named after our girl, our, our girl pit bull that mm-hmm. passed away back during Christmas, and it's a Hawaiian twist on a hot dog. The best way I know to explain it to you is a pineapple pizza. And the pit bull has bacon, like. though, right? The pit is that bull, right? No, the pit bull has chili, mustard, onions, and that's, cheese. That's what my husband got. Yeah, loved it. Okay, got it. Uh, you got the Kona, correct? No, I got chili. No. Did I get mustard and chili? I don't remember what I got. I, can't, I, can't I modified it. it. My husband gets so mad. I modified <laughs> everything. So whatever it was, I modified it. Okay. All right. Um, let's see what else. We've got the Bratweiler, which is <gasps> a beer brought, you know, okay. uh, peppers, onions, sauerkraut, spicy mustard, but Bratweiler because, you know, yeah, Bratweiler. I mean, um, that's so cool. <laughs> uh, let's see. We've got a Sonoran hot dog. Which is a hot dog. Um, I'm having trouble remembering. I, I want to say my wife came up with that one, or didn't come up with it, but it was like, "Hey, look at this. This yeah. is um, a twist on a hot dog that she's seen in Arizona." That's really cool. Um, and I, I really like that one myself. It's bacon wrapped. Uh, it's got pico, uh, spicy mayo, spicy mm. mustard. Really good. And then we've got one that's called the ankle biter, which is a spicy sausage. It's a smaller sausage, okay. um, but it's really tasty with the uh, peppers and onions, and then we put spicy mustard. It's bacon wrapped, jalapenos. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Ooh, really cool. Okay, so talk to me a little bit about. So you start a business like this in April, mm-hmm. right? So how how what's your plan to grow? I know you're on Facebook, and we'll talk about all those um, ways to find you at the end. But how are you getting these events? How what does that look like? I mean, I know you probably may, may know someone here or there now, yeah. but are you growing? I mean, it has to be an organic. It's it, There's definitely a lot of networking involved. Um, 
like I was trying to get into 35 North before I was even open, before I was even in business, um, just planting that seed. Yeah. Uh, Y12, um, bootlegger. Uh, you know, I had friends at bootlegger because yeah. that's where I bought my bike. That's where I bought the last bike I had. Um, it's it's definitely word of mouth. You know, one subdivision has you over for their Thursday night block party. And then, you know, Susie says to Kelly that, hey, this food truck was awesome. Yeah. And, and so they have me there or, you know, apartment complexes get in touch yeah. because they need you at their pool. It's it's very much networking. Um it's one of those things where you, it, news travels fast if you're if you're if you don't have a good product. It, it's so true, um, and it's it, it still travels if you have a good product. But you just try your best to 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 make sure people are happy in the long run. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about. Um, I, I hear you might have a new menu item, maybe coming, maybe I don't know, maybe the nachos. Uh, yeah. So we. <laughs> That I posted coming soon, and it was one of those things where it automatically took off. It wasn't even on the menu yet. So what it's on is the menu it? now? What um, is it exactly? It's it's a twist on um, a Frito pie. Mm. So it's we originally put it. Um, I just cut the side out of the bag and um, put chili, cheese, pico, uh, jalapenos, and sour cream. I real quick and in a hurry figured out that I can't set that down yeah. <laughs> anywhere. Nope. <laughs> it falls over. Yep. So I just ended up putting it like in a French fry tray. That's and awesome. that way, once again, if you're out with your family, mom's got to handle the baby. Dad's got to handle the baby. Somebody has to set their food down. Yeah. It doesn't get knocked off in the, on the ground. That's really cool. Uh, but that's why they call them walking nachos is you can just kind of one hand it. That's awesome. And just go from there. So tell us also, um, You've got, you're already, I mean, you're a newer business, mm-hmm. not not new to the business, but you're newer in business with right. Down Yonder Doghouse. Are there things coming up that you're pretty excited about um, in the in the near future? Yeah, uh, working on different things, um, trying to get some other things going. Um, the, my calendar's filling up week to week. Sometimes it's... Uh, you know, I've, I had to cancel once or twice here and there on different things, whether it be, um, you know, you run into stuff, especially like, you know, when you're when your restaurant moves, yeah. you know, you run into vehicle problems or you run into supply problems or, or something like that. Um, it's not as it's not as easy, um, but I'm looking to maybe find a spot where I'm set up. Um, all the time in the same spot. Okay. Uh, that wasn't the plan when I started. Like I say, plans yeah. change, have a goal, but they yep. change. Um, I love that though, that you're, you're constantly, you know, evolving. Yeah, it's, you have to. Um, I mean, I went to school for business. I don't know that, I don't know that <laughs> it, it, it's helped me all that much, but I went to school with it. And one of the things I remember one of my professors harping on us about, you know, have a business plan, but, let the business plan change itself. Yeah. Like don't stick to a bad, a bad thing yeah. is what he was trying to get across to us. If it's not working, change it. And it definitely works, you know, going from place to place works. It's great. But when you're, when you're picking up from a lunch spot at two o'clock, two thirty three, and you're moving from West Knoxville, deep West Knoxville, Farragut, 
mm-hmm. uh, or Lenore City, or I was in Harriman one day last week. Oh, my goodness. Um, and then you're having to hustle back to work at a food truck park in Powell or Carnes yep. or, or subdivision. You're losing three to four hours there of time where you could be selling. And you're restocking. So there's a restock that's involved. There's maybe an employee change here yeah. or there. There are There's lots of stuff that goes on that I feel like people probably – may not consider yeah um you know and plus you got you know fuel you got to you got to make sure your generator's gassed up yeah you make sure the vehicle's got enough gas to get you from point a to point b and with everything like that it just feels like it could take a lot of stress worry off of off of me to have a, a set location now that location could just be on the side of the road at a gas station. That location mm-hmm. could be an actual piece of land somewhere. But um, I would I would really like to get something going where um, it's not just my truck. It's it's maybe my truck with some um, cornhole games out uh, for yeah. people to, to play and some benches for them to sit and hang out and just a good way for families to come out and enjoy each other's time. Um, I love being outside Knoxville is an amazing area mm-hmm. to be able to get out and do anything. Honestly, we've got so many green spaces. We've got so many, you know, mountains and we hiking do. trails and water mountains. Trails. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if you like doing stuff outside, this is the place to be. Yeah. And we love it. You know, we love getting out as a family and doing stuff. And I, I love encouraging other people to get their kids out and get them to do stuff and just have a good time. Absolutely. I um I want to make sure that our people can find you. So tell us what's the best way. Is it Facebook? Is it Instagram? What's the absolute best way to find you guys? I'm on Facebook and Instagram. It seems like um, the Facebook makes it a little easier to uh, find out where I'm going to be. Okay. Um, I will post where I'm at for the following week every Sunday. Now, there's some days where I'm waiting on people to book with me. Yep. So I might not post until early Monday morning. But take a look. Um, if you follow our page, you can get on every Sunday or Monday morning, and okay. you can look and see where we're going to be for the week. And, and then I try to do it again the morning of the event. Okay, cool. So that's Down Yonder Doghouse. Down Yonder Doghouse. And Sunday or Monday, mm-hmm. and then usually the morning of the event. Now, if you're in a subdivision, is that okay if we just come to the random subdivision? M- most most subdivisions okay. are fine with that um, because they want us in their subdivision, yeah. but also sometimes sometimes it's a smaller subdivision. So they'll try to get neighboring subdivisions yes, to come absolutely. in as well. Oh. So, um, like, I want to say tonight I'm going to a subdivision with only about 50 houses. Yeah. But they've they've tried to get in touch with the other HOAs in the area and get it put out on their Facebook pages that we're going to be there. I feel like, and, and again, with my um, apartment experience, I'm not going to brag, but I started this whole food truck and apartment thing back in 2013. Mm-hmm. Um, I won't mention the truck. But um, because he wound up growing so big that he just one night he didn't show up. And I was bummed because I had 336 apartments times usually about two residents per apartment. I got Mm -hmm. 700 people that are wondering where the food truck is. And I had to call him to find out. So it was a disaster. But I do I really feel like um, from from someone who loves and supports and really tries to like get the food truck initiative. I I just feel like that's huge. It's small business and I love the small business aspect, but I feel like, cause I've had trucks, especially during COVID to my subdivision and they want to know how many houses. And I get that. So for me, it's, 
even when I was in the apartment business, if I had a food truck over to my community, I was asking the two apartment communities next door to us. Mm-hmm. I was asking the businesses down the hill from us. I was making sure signs were at the gate. I was putting it on our Facebook page. I would I would do a sandwich board at the gate food yeah. truck here Friday night because if you guys don't make money, you don't want to come back and have anything to do with my community. Right. So I feel like that's really smart of those people that are trying to get other neighborhoods. It is harder to get a food truck to come when you have a smaller subdivision, yeah. but you guys have to understand why because it's time and they need to make money and this is their livelihood so I just feel like if you're trying to get these food trucks out there you guys got to really do every you got to hustle you got to like your goal should be to make them money and I always told my apartment staff that our goal if we're having a truck is to make sure they get lots of people there so anytime somebody would come in to pay the rent don't forget food truck don't forget you know if they were coming in at Christmas time to wrap their gifts don't you know here in Knoxville, it can be 80 in December. You know, right. don't forget we have a food truck Friday. Yeah. So just you have to get the word out. And I feel like the food trucks will really want to keep coming if you do that. Yeah. I mean, I'm, one of the biggest problems is getting the the, the word out soon enough because mm-hmm. there's a lot of a lot of parents that, you know, they've got football, they've got baseball, they've got basketball, and their whole week is planned two weeks, three weeks yep. in advance. And so to work a food truck into that, it saves them time, yes, because um, they can catch the food truck whether when they're headed out of the subdivision or the apartment yep. complex or when they're coming back in. But they have to know it's there. And yeah. if they don't know it's there soon enough, then they can't work it into their schedule. So that's the biggest thing I've noticed is if you put us out two or three days before, it's yeah, not. Yeah, of not, course not. It's not enough. Yeah. Um, I mean, we appreciate it. Don't get me wrong. We love it. Yeah, but, but at the end of the day, you, you got to make money. And if yeah. two or three days in advance sometimes is not enough time. Yeah. You and can't it's do just. That. It's, it's just, just like planning a wedding. Would you wait till two or three days before to invite your guests? Of course not, because right. you want those gifts. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Send me on my honeymoon. That's right. That's right. <laughs> well, what can we do to help you? Can we share your page? Can we, like, what can we do as an audience to help you grow? Just, just get on, follow the page, um, come by and see us. Uh, we don't do online ordering yet. I'd love to get there eventually. Ooh. Um, I, I've, I've honestly, I don't I, I'm not an IT guy. Don't know how that works. Okay. Not sure how to get it going, but um, I've looked into a couple of things, and, and it's just a little bit outside of my wheelhouse currently. Okay. But um, so, are you talking about you might be set up somewhere and have somebody able to order from there and then pick up? Is that kind mm-hmm. of yeah? So wow, like you log on on a website. There's there's a bunch of different ways to do it. You log on on a website or an app. Um, we receive your order and then we have it ready for you. That's really you cool. Show up, and the only way uh, the only way I f- I feel like would be able to do that is if we were set up same stationary place every yeah. day, um, where they could count on us knowing where you are. Yeah, yeah, because I could be set up one place one day and be slammed and yeah. not even be able to handle online orders. Yeah, or someplace else the next day and have nothing going on but online orders. So being set in the same place all the time would definitely make it easier to be, to serve that community. Yeah. Um, it's on the list of things to do. Gotcha. And I did hear a little sneak peek off camera about a website. So maybe some merchandise. Is that happening? Yeah. Um, uh, that one don't really have de- anything directly to do with down yonder. Um, it's just a whole other idea. Um, like I said, I love riding motorcycles. I love kayaking. Um, I've tried to get into mountain biking, but uh, <laughs> I'm, I, yeah, I'm a big dude, and uh, so it's it's one of those things where I enjoy getting on the bike yeah. and riding down the uh, trail. 
but but a bicycle uh, is different from your yeah bike. yeah I, I don't see myself doing any you know black diamond trails anytime soon and, but it's um it's a basically a website that it's based on uh viking culture okay uh there's some viking symbols and stuff that has to do with one of which is um better known as a viking compass it it's out there it's it's my main logo um and it's viking or adventures uh, the website's Viking, vikingergear.com. Okay. So it's V-I-K-I-N-G-R-G-E-A-R.com. Okay, com. cool. Um, the idea behind it, the compass, is basically you may not ever know, have a good idea exactly where you're going, but you won't get lost. Oh, that's cool. Um, you, so you might not have a destination in mind, but you won't be lost. Yeah, um, I love that. It's, it's definitely something where I want people to understand that just get out and be active just get out and have fun life's too short to sit home and watch tv all the time it is um i'm definitely i watch a lot of tv myself but uh try to get out you know ride the motorcycle uh go hunting go get on your get on your kayak or your paddleboard enjoy nature it's getting ready to be summertime we were locked in all year last year Uh, you know and we wanted to get out and do stuff yeah we wanted to go ride bikes we wanted to go you know if i had time off i could go do this well sometimes you just have to take the time you have to make it yeah that's right um and that's that's where i'd like to go with it it's one of those things we've got you know a couple shirts hats on there right now but there'll be more soon Love it. Love it. Well, I love everything you're doing. And um, I want you guys to get out there and find Down Yonder Dog House. Always support local. We are huge here at the High Impact Podcast about local and just making sure that you guys know where to find really good people. And Michael's a really good, he's he's good people. So thank you so much for being here today. We will make sure and link all of the, the Facebook page and the, and the website down in the comments. And uh, you guys just go follow him. And thank you so much for being here, Michael. Thanks for having me. Thank you. All right, guys, stay tuned for another episode next week of the High Impact Podcast. Thank you for joining us. Thanks, Michael.